0: genuinely can't tell if that's good all right man let's do it g'day how are ya? aiden jones here you are listening to sitting under a tree for tuesday the 2nd of august 2022 i'm in a weatherspoons pub in um in the city of edinburgh we fucking did it man i'm right now i'm sitting i've plugged my phone into the wall oh uh, sorry my laptop into the wall I asked and I'm currently sitting like kind of in between two pokey machines um, because there's a guy at the table like next to me (laughs) who just came and sat down, got a juice and sat down it looks like he's waiting for someone and I'm like, brother, (laughs) please, (laughs) I have nowhere else to do the podcast, I've got nowhere to do it. I, uh, I'm i staying with uh, a couple friends in um, Edinburgh as our accommodation starts tomorrow. I'm recording this on Monday evening, Edinburgh time. I got in last night. I'm sleeping on a couch tonight. And, uh, yeah, man, I, I mean, there's no privacy in there. I could go to, like, where the shows are going to be and like do it in one of the showrooms, But then there'll be other people like friends around and I don't want to get drawn into a hang. It's currently nine 30 at night. I've got to do this and then go to bed. So I've come to this pub that I know no one will bother me at. It's just like a pub where you can come and drink whatever. But I still don't want to look at anyone while I record the podcast. So I'm just talking into, like I'm squeezed into the back of these two poking machines. I look like I'm, I've, I look like I've taken a microphone in to look for change that people have dropped, like I'm on some sort of, um, you know, like an expedition to find like old coins behind poking machines. How are you guys doing, man? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're doing good wherever you're at. I've had an incredible week, man. I mean, I feel like I've... um, I feel like I've lived more in the last week. I feel like I've done a week's worth of stuff. I don't feel like I've done more than a week's worth of stuff, but I feel like I've done a full week's worth of stuff. So let's do a quick recap. First of all, my back hurts because, look, I don't know. I'm not that... Oh, wait, let me have a little sip of tea here. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, perfect. Shut the fuck up. That is perfect fucking tea. Oh, so I um, was coming out of the pear tree today. This pub where we have all of our flyers and posters and stuff. We did all put all the posters up in the pear tree, and Counting House and Thirty Two Below, which is one of my venues where my show's gonna be nine pm taco every night. The room looks so fucking sick, by the way. The room is set up so well. It's, like, way better than it has been in previous years. So the stage is, like, on a different side of the room and this part that was just dead space behind the stage is now raised up and there's chairs there. It's going to be am- it's gonna be 70 seats. Fuck, it's going to be such a good room to have a show in. So I'm really excited about that. And we put all the posters up and it took a few hours in the morning and then I was coming out of the pub and uh it had just rained and i guess the new i got some new shoes just before i left melbourne some hundred dollar nikes they're shit but they're just black shoes whatever just something to maybe if i want to go for a run Then new shoes i don't know what they do with these hundred dollar shoes do they make them bad on purpose surely you can make a shoe for a fucking hundred dollars that isn't gonna slip i just I, I was walking downstairs and i had both hands full and I, uh, I slipped and I noticed the, on the back of the shoe, like the heel, it's like sloped up so that it's like not square. It's like no grip. It's like less grip on the heel because the heel just slipped. I slipped down onto one stair and then I slipped again off and I went on my fucking ass, man. And uh, yeah, I can feel it in the right hand side of my back. That's what this is right now. It's a diagnostic podcast here with Aiden Jones. Uh, you know, like the bottom vertebrae, not the tailbone, but the ones above that. But they feel like main ones. One of them just hurts, you know. I feel so like, I don't like people making a fuss over me. And I slipped over and everyone came to me. I got for a second a glimpse into what it's like to be an old man when someone has a fall and everyone's like, oh, oh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I slipped over, I have my fucking posters in cardboard, in these like cardboard kind of things in my hand, in one in my left hand. And in my right hand, I just had like my backpack and I slipped over and hit the fucking step with my butt or my bottom and uh, everyone was around me and people, you know, took the stuff out of my hands and they're like, oh, oh, are you okay? And I just (laughs) kind of wanted to be like, fuck off, man. Fuck you. That's how I feel. I feel like get the fuck away from me. I feel like I want to punch someone in the face. To assert my dominance again, to prove that I'm not a pitiable, you know, being. (laughs) I want to ruin a friendship just to show everyone how okay I am. (laughs) Man. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I don't want people feeling sorry for me. That's That's a big thing for me. I don't like people feeling sorry for me. But they were just caring for me. They cared. It's nice to have people care. Everyone's so nice. People are so nice, man. I've had some really lovely interactions the last few days. Coming from Barcelona. All right, so I'll try and recap the trip, I guess. I got in the air from Cairns. I got in early. Oh, man, like the gig on uh, on Monday night in Cairns. One of the local comics works security at Cairns Airport. So he picked me up early. He picked me up at like fucking quarter to six from the dude's house that I was staying at. And uh, took me to the airport. And they're like, oh, God, because I was freaking out about the flights and the security lines and everything, which, by the way, was absolutely fine. I didn't have a single issue in the four flights that I took. But he walked me through the gate. He walked me through the security, and he was chatting to all the other security people, and it wasn't even a problem. I mean, we didn't have to line up, but if we had had to, he was prepared to just walk me straight through and say that I was his mate or whatever. I don't know, but so nice, man. Got in. Offered to buy him. I think I bought him a coffee. I don't even know if he let me buy me buy him anything. I was like, "Let me buy you breakfast." He was like, "Oh, nah, fucking what? I don't know." But um, got into the airport, and it was all G. You know, I got on the flight to Sydney, and then I was really scared scared about Sydney because thank you to everyone who fucking messaged me about how fucked Sydney Airport was going to be. You dogs. I was freaking out. I was getting ready for lines out the door, whatever wasn't like that at all i got through and uh man i settled i got through the gate i got through everything i had about an hour and a half and settled in to play a nice relaxing game of civilization in the virgin lounge in sydney and um was i in the virgin lounge i was wasn't i surely i got in at cairns I was in the fucking Virgin Lounge somewhere. Maybe that was... I can't remember. Whatever. I was playing Civ. And uh, I just knew the scoot flight was going to be the main one. That eight-hour scoot flight. I was like, I just got to get a bunch of food. So I got some fucking muesli bar. I got six muesli bars. And I ate before I got on the flight. And I got a banana. And what else did I get? Did I get anything else? I just got a bunch of stuff. And I was reading... Man, I was reading this beautiful book called Brooklyn by Colum Tolveen, which is a name that you can't say without doing an Irish accent. Colum Tolveen. T-I-O-B-H-A-N. Tolveen. Um, and I got 100 pages into it, and then what did I do? I fucking left it on the flight from Melbourne to Cairns like a f- fucking loser. Oh, man, I'm gutted. It was so good. I was 100 pages in. I was really getting into it, and I fucking left it. So... In Cairns, I went to uh, wherever the fuck I went to some WH Smith or whatever and um, and got Lady Chatterley's Lover by D.H. Lawrence. That was the only book that wasn't just, I don't know. There was like a few penguins there, but most of them were shit as well. And then there was all just like, you know, travel books or whatever. And this was a book that I'd heard of that I've got such high snooty fucking tastes when it comes to book, man. I'm like, when it comes to book? <laughs> That's why I need high snooty tastes. Otherwise, I just feel like the idiot that I am. You know, when it comes to book, I uh, like something a little more serious. Found out when I looked the book up that I bought that Lady Chatterley's lover was banned for obscenity in England for like 50 years because he's just talking about (laughs) fucking. He calls the climax the crisis. He reached his crisis. That's sick, right? That'd be a nice thing to say. I'm, gonna cri- I'm reaching my crisis. Darling, I'm approaching my crisis. <laughs> Not like, I'm on a nut. <laughs> so, yeah, got the book. Got on the plane. And I knew there was no charges. I looked it up. There's no charges on scoot flights. But I was like, you know what? i get through that. I'll read a bit of the book and I'll sleep some, oh man, I bought some fucking sleeping pills from like just an over-the-counter ones, and the guy was like, take one, don't take two, just take one, I took one, bullshit, if anything, it just made me feel crap and groggy, and I couldn't sleep, it was fucked, but, oh, this was so sick, so I get on the scoot flight, and there's this old lady next to me, and it's me and her out of the three, so already that's pretty good, we're not sitting next to anyone else, so we can kind of spread out and not be touching, I don't want to touch I don't want to touch you, old lady. And you don't want, she she don't want to touch me either. You know? She's She's had enough touches from young boys in her life. She's just trying to be in her own space, you know? I could see it in her eyes. Don't fucking touch me, young man. And I was like, don't you touch me, old lady. And then we were like, good. None of that happened. But we were next to each other and I moved over into the one seat and then we're about to take off and the middle row. You know how there's like three and then three and then three and there's two aisles in the international flights and the middle, the whole middle was open, those three, all free. And I looked at her and she was like, oh, I hope we can get like to sit there. And I was like, yeah, that'd be sick. And I kept looking over and I was like, maybe I should just go now. But she was in the aisle seat, I was in the middle. And she was like, should I I just go now? She was like, oh, it was so sick, man. She was like this little old Asian lady and she had this like, you know, like spryness about her that she looked at me kind of furtively and she was like, should I go now? I was like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. And she like fucking just unhooked her belt and got over there real quick, scuttled over there across the aisle, sat in the seat, claimed it, and I passed her a bag out of the little pouch. And I was like, yes. She was like, yeah. She was like, enjoy. And then I gave her a fist bump across the aisle. I was like, yeah, she did it. She fist bumped me, man. We were just like, this is sick. We're on a scoot flight. It's fucked, but we have got three seats each on this eight-hour flight. So I was pretty chill with not having any... Um, and my phone, I'm, I trust my phone to go for eight hours now because I've got a good phone. So I just fucking laid down and got in for the long haul, had my sleeping pill and just felt like shit, man. I mean, Fuck that fucking guy from the fucking chemist warehouse, you dog. I'll take three next time. I don't care. My death will be on your hands. <laughs> my eye's really itchy. Oh, God. Maybe I've got conjunctivitis. The junkie. Um, but, yeah. That flight was fine. But I was looking forward to the second one because number two and number three were Emirates. And I knew that would have charging points. So I was like, you know what? This is going to be sick. I'll charge my laptop and I'm just going to play Civ for the whole fucking time. And I got on the plane and I get about an hour of Civ and then my uh, little dongle that's like a 500 gigabyte hard drive that has civilization on it kind of falls to the side and unplugs a little bit so like civ stops and then i try to load it back up and it's like oh you need you need fucking um internet connection because the game needs to update and i'm like no man no no it doesn't it doesn't need to update don't fucking do this to me cunt do not do this like oh and uh, I paid $15, 15 US to get internet connection just to be like, please, please, tell me this isn't, tell, tell me it ain't so. It didn't work. I needed to update and it wouldn't update and it wouldn't run in offline mode. I just, I tried a bunch of stuff. I looked up on the, with the internet, I, tried, I was like, it's not going to update over this plain internet, but like, maybe I can just find some workarounds. I went online, looked for workarounds, nothing, nothing. Oh, it was so devastating. I mean, I just at that. I was, you know what, though? I've been in a good mood. Like, that would really annoy me at some, maybe at some points in my life. I would have been really, I would have been like, what the fuck? Like, I would have freaked out. But I was just like, kind of smiled and laughed to myself and tried to shrug it off, you know? You know what? Maybe I don't get to play Civ. That's okay. I've got my book. I've got Lady Chatterley's Lover. I can read about the crisis. Read about... Man, the way he describes sex is so funny. It was written in like 1920-something. It's 100 years ago. How wild is that? It's actually a real... I'm getting into it. It's a really good book. I'm trying to take pleasure in the meditative nature of reading where it's like you read just to read, just to read the words, you know? It's not to do anything else and it's like a meditative exercise where every time a thought comes into my head, I... I just try and focus back on the reading and I'm finding in doing that, I mean, maybe it is just a good book, but it's not an easy book by any means to read, but I'm finding just the practice of just staying with the reading actually really enjoyable. So I'm really enjoying the book. He's got some interesting ideas about the roles of men and women in society and it's from 100 years ago, but the ideas, you know, they still seem kind of relevant, which is cool. So, um, yeah, Second Flight was a no-go, but got to Dubai airport at the end of that second flight and jumped quickly on the Wi-Fi, downloaded the update for Civ and then the third flight, mate. (laughs) The third flight, I told myself, I've got to sleep for the third flight because I'm coming into Barcelona, landing at 8.30 in the morning. But after that second flight, not getting to play, I was like, fuck you, everyone. Fuck my sleeping pattern. Fuck circadian rhythms. I reckon it's like COVID. It's fucking bullshit, man. You don't even need sleep. Sleep was invented by Bill Gates to turn us to turn everyone gay. You know, <laughs> you don't need it. <laughs> so I just fucking opened up that laptop, mate, and I just played about six hours of Civilization Six. Had my food, watched uh, James Bond: No Time to Die while playing. <laughs> screen on top, like the movie screen. And on the back of the seat in front of me and then my screen on the table watching James Bond and just playing Civ all night while everyone else slept. And that thing in the morning, <laughs> in the morning when they bought the breakfast, they were so good, man. And Emirates, fair play to Emirates, even though they're the main sponsor of the scum football club from Woolwich, fair play, really good airline. Because on that second flight, everyone knew, like, they were talking, to you know, like, the flight attendants were, like, talking, having chats. And the lady in the morning gave me my breakfast and she was like, did you have fun playing your game? <laughs> She's just like, making fun of me. Did you, get, did you finish playing your little game? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it didn't work on the second. I just told her the story and she <laughs> had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, yeah, I didn't get to play it on the second flight because I needed to download an update, but it didn't work. So, I was... Just, I thought I'd play it this whole flight. She was like, okay, mate. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I had a, lot of, I had a really good time. <laughs> I love it. I love playing computer games. I'm a baby, wah, wah. <laughs> so we landed and i had had probably like in total, I mean, maybe if you count that half sleep, Maybe I'd had, like, six hours sleep across those, you know, 36, 36, something like that, hours worth of flights and landed in Barcelona. But I was just like, I'm not sleeping, man. I'm not doing it. So I got in got to my accommodation messaged my mate I was like what are you doing let's go for coffee and we went for coffee and we had a few beers we hung out all day man it was beautiful I saw my friend I haven't seen him in three years he was wearing a Tottenham Hotspur top when we met up I was like my man he was like the king you know he told me I'm shit at comedy I called him fat it was beautiful it was it was really like We hung out for most of the day, you know. It was just me and him and then, like, another mate of his and then the guy who I was staying with came through and we did the show. I was so fucking tired. I was, like, almost crying before I went on. I was, like, nervous and tired and just whatever. But we had heaps of fun. And then the Thursday, uh, hung out by myself in Barcelona. What a fucking city, dude. I did go, oh, what coffee shop did I go to? Was it Nomad's? I went to one of the coffee shops that someone recommended. I've, I I sorted out especially when I put thanks to whoever it was when I was on Instagram that said these two coffee shops. I can't remember what ones they were. It Was was it Satan's or fucking something like that, some kind of satanic name, Bad Boy, fucking Pitchfork. That's a cool name for coffee actually. That is the name of a music review site. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, that was great. day by myself in Barcelona, just kind of walking around, you know. Went to a couple of the hostels that I uh, gave free tickets to. You know what my new idea now for shows, to promote shows is? i got to find one or maybe two, like, people on the ground and get them to be my contact. To, like, give them money to print posters and then get them to take posters around to hostels and make sure that the posters get put up at the hostels. So that'll require like a month worth of planning out from the show. But if I can find like one or two comedy fans or like new comedians in the city and go, hey, this is what's up. I'll give you a little money, go around to all these hostels or the places that I need posters up, put posters up, tell people about the show and I'll tell them that they're like in my street team. That could be the fucking go, you know. I might be on that. So... um yeah, because the, the hostel thing, like I'd sent, you know, hostels staff and some of them put them up, but I didn't really get in quick enough. I was like a week and a half before the show and some of them were receptive, but it wasn't enough. I need more coverage. So that might be the new go, a bit of a street team. That would be a g- good place to spend my money. <sighs> the show was good though, Friday night. Met some new friends, hung out on the Thursday night show and then uh, Friday night they came to my show I had like 25 in you know I probably broke even if you count all the advertising and stuff that I did with money not on the flights and everything but just on the show and the advertising cost itself which is fine that's fine I'm happy with that for the I mean you know I wouldn't be happy with that going forwards but like it was a show and they came so that's fine then uh, Saturday man I really fucked up with the flights on Saturday morning. I booked the flights for 6.40 in the morning leaving Barcelona, which I didn't really compute, meant that I had to be at the airport at like 4.30 and then the guy I was staying with said, make it three make it three hours before the flight. So I split the difference and made it four o'clock. But, so I had to be at the fucking airport. I got there at like quarter past four and... Um, Barcelona, everything's late. So, like, my last gig finished at fucking 12.30. I got home at 2.30 after I hung out for a little bit. So, I got home, packed my bag, and then literally set my alarm for one hour before I had to get up and go to the fucking airport. And I'd already been not sleeping that much because the place where I was staying was a little bit out of the center. So, I wasn't going back there in the afternoon. So, I couldn't really take afternoon naps. So, I was leaving the house at 9am and then just, like being out all day and then coming home at like 2.30 and then waking up again. so I just I got fuck all sleep for the whole time that I was in Barcelona and then I got one hour's worth of sleep before the airport one hour at the airport there were no lines I was in I was at the gate within half an hour of getting to the airport but you know better like la- better fucking safe than sorry no checked luggage is the way to go though by the way if anyone I think everyone's on their way to Edinburgh now who's coming for the fringe and stuff but if you're not and you're listening to this, just don't do checked luggage. I've spoken to three people already here who have had their luggage lost. Plus my friends from earlier in the summer, don't do checked luggage on international flights. You don't fucking need to. Just buy a couple t-shirts when you get here. Do you know what I mean? Don't do it. Carry on. It's the way. It's no stress. It's so fucking easy. That saved me, man. That saved my. I just bought a little extra carry-on allowance. And I didn't even have to double pack my bag. Like, I didn't even have to roll my day pack up and put that in the bag. I had two bags just in carry It was fine. And I sat next to this Spanish lady and we spoke Spanish for the whole flight. That was really nice. My Spanish is good. I was in Barcelona for a few days. I felt my Spanish get better. I'm going to read a fucking book in Spanish, man. I was feeling that. I was just like, man, everyone always says, like, the way to learn a language, you know. Watch some, like... Telenovelas, or like listen to podcasts. I kind of like listen to podcasts, but not really. I don't really watch TV at all. But I like reading books, so why wouldn't I read a book? I'm gonna read my Harry Potter that I bought when I was 21 years old in South America in Spanish. It's my mum's got it at her place. She found it recently. I want to fucking read it, and I want to learn, dude. I get I get so ahead of myself. Like I was in Barcelona walking around, you know, walking up the uh, Plaça de Gracia, the like main street. And seeing how beautiful it was and the weather was beautiful and I love the food and I bought a pouch of tobacco and I'm like rolling cigarettes, drinking non-alcoholic beers which are everywhere now, which is just so sick. And just the vibe everything. I love the city, man. And I was just like, what if I learned Spanish? And then I moved to Spain <laughs> and I become like a, an, an Australian comedian doing comedy in Spanish, but like I do a show in Spanish and a show in English. And then I do sitting under a tree. I do like, I do like, uh, uh, sentando, sentando abajo de un arbor, ar, 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 arbor, arbor. I don't even know how to say tree in Spanish. <laughs> Uh sentando en el bosque, sitting in the forest. What about that? I do sitting under a tree and sentando en el bosque. And, and it's like, the, you know, and then I like have this audience of like people who are bilingual English and Spanish, which is actually a pretty broad group, but also specific enough that it'd probably be like get people excited. And I do a podcast every week, one in English and one in Spanish. And I do shows in like bilingual shows that you can't understand unless you speak English and Spanish. You <laughs> know, I was like thinking all this, <laughs> walking around like imagining this life for myself. And like I, I move to Madrid and I meet some like beautiful Spanish woman. <laughs> <laughs> we have kids. And I just I just live in Spain and I <laughs> <laughs> I like don't go anywhere else. <laughs> and that's just my life. <laughs> i just from fucking two and a half days of no sleep in barcelona that was where my i just extrapolated a whole fucking life for myself you know meanwhile like i don't even know the word for fucking tree (laughs) and the way that i plan to begin that life is by reading harry potter y la piedra filosofal in spanish oh mate But so I got that early flight to London and then I get to London and immediately my brain goes to London. I'm like, oh, I'll move back to London. That's what I'll do. (laughs) Because I love London. It's the best city. I'm staying with friends there and we have breakfast, you know. And then we go to dinner and I see more people. I just, man, I spent the whole, the last week, I've just, after the fucking, after the bare loneliness of a flight without civilization the game and also the concept that's the name for this week's episode civilization that no it's not no it's not what's the name for this week's episode maybe like long flights or no no sleep no sleep yes that's what the name of this week's episode is no sleep um oh i got this man i found this fucking place in barcelona called villa viniteca They've been open for 90 years. It's like a small goods, like, you know, meat and cheese and bread and everything shop. And I walk in there and I was like, my man, I'm dude, I'm st- I've am got to stop calling people amigo in Spanish because I think it comes off like I'm a fucking, a little boy. It's like really polite or whatever. I want to start calling people tío, which means uncle. Tío? No, it means cousin. What does it mean uncle? I think it means cousin. Yeah, I can't even remember. Who cares? It means something cool. That's what cool people say. That's what Ivan Aristagueta says to me when he sees me. Tio. No, primo is cousin. Tio is uncle. Yeah. But whatever. I want to start calling people Tio instead of amigo because I think amigo is weird when you're like, amigo, puedo hacer, puedo tomar una cerveza. It's like, oh, my friend, you know, my friend. Whereas if you say tío, it's like, my man. (laughs) That's who I want to be in Spanish. I want to be the guy who says, hey, yo, my man. Another beer, bros. How do I learn how to speak Spanish in the same dumb fuck way that I speak English? That's how I want to do it. And that's the kind of comic that I want. You don't want to be like, you know, cool in English, which I am. And then all like a dweeb in Spanish. That's not my brand. If I'm gonna be the bilingual comic, I got to be cool in both languages. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, I got I, I walk into this place, and I'm just looking around at all this stuff on the wall. It was incredible, and and I was like, man, do you do sandwiches? He was like, yeah. He's like wearing like a white. He's like a chef. He's dressed up like a chef to cut meat. Oh, it was beautiful. I was like, do you sandwiches? He's like, yeah. I was like, do you? do like do I just I just pick anything he was like yeah I was like so I can just pick anything and he was I, was, I must have seemed like a little child I was like do you just do you just pick any I just pick anything and he just put it in a sandwich for me he was like yeah dude I'm like oh my god <laughs> oh, thank you so much <laughs> I was like can I have that one he was like yeah was like, can I have that one he was like yeah and then he he like cut it for me and he put it in bread with this little, like tomato paste stuff that they do And I got a little special lemonade. (laughs) I got. It was so. I'm. This is like genuine emotion in my voice right now. I don't know what it was about it. He just like the whole place was just like they take so much care with their stuff, you know. And they had like all these legs of ham, but like Iberico, like like Spanish ham, like hanging on the walls. And I was just like, I'm allowed to have that. And he was like, Yes, you are allowed to have that. And I was like. I didn't think I was allowed to have that you know (laughs) I didn't think I deserved it but I did because he said so (laughs) and I don't even know if the sandwich was like objectively like amazing like it was really good but it wasn't like you know I've had good sandwiches before it wasn't like head and shoulder but just the moment of like I was in I was in Barcelona and I found this place. I was just walking around the streets and I saw it and it looked good. And I went in there and I said, can I have this? And the man said, yes. And they'd been there for 90 years. So they would know what a person looks like who doesn't deserve that thing. And he judged me to be worthy of a sandwich from him. And it cost 11 euros. <laughs> <laughs> and I sat on this marble step. In the, you know, like in this nice area and I just sat there and ate this sandwich and it was just like a, a Religious moment man. I just was so grateful to be there in Barcelona eating this sandwich On this step as people next to me walked in and out of their apartment, but they you know, I was just sitting on the step And then it started raining. I watched this guy come There was like a moped parked in front of me and I watched this guy come and like get on his moped And then this girl came out and meet him and he gave her a helmet And, uh, and they just, like, started up the moped, he, like, wheeled it out, and they got on, and then they, like, went from being two people who were just, like, fumbling around, trying to get ready to get on their moped, and then suddenly started the engine, and their feet went up, and they were just two people riding a moped around. And they became those people that you see on the streets that you're like, man, look at them, they're together riding a fucking bike. They weren't those people, they were just standing on the ground, on the earth, on the pavement. Wheeling a moped around. It's a very cumbersome look and then they put their feet up and they weren't those people anymore. They were special And that's how I felt when I ate that sandwich I felt special. I felt like I discovered something that was after I'd gone for I went for a swim by myself in the in the In the sea that I found out that they put that beach there for the Barcelona Olympics in like 1992 or some shit Oh man, it just the whole week was so fucking special That was the highlight, I think, that sandwich. Yeah. And uh, being in London, seeing my friends, seeing some other friends on Sunday. I'm so excited to be in Edinburgh, to be here. Like, I made it. I I feel like a part of me wasn't really fully sure that I was going to make it until I got to London, until I was inside the country of the UK. And then even getting the train to Edinburgh and then just like playing Civilization the whole way up on the train and getting in and last night just walking around the city and it's like it's so familiar, you know, I know the city so well. It's like everything else has kind of seemed new but I'm back in Edinburgh and Edinburgh seems very familiar and uh, I can't wait to be here for the whole month, man. If you're in Edinburgh for the month, if you're listening to this in Edinburgh, if you've seen me at shows, thank you for coming to the shows, they start on Thursday, if you've not see me at shows or whatever, just if you know anyone here, my shows are at 3pm, at City Cafe, every day from the 4th to the 28th, at 9.30pm, 3pm is the new show, 9.30pm is the old show about my dad, at 32 below, and uh, yeah, they're going to be so great man, and go and see a bunch of shows, if you're in town, and if you're not in town, wherever you're at, I hope you're having a great week man, think that's it what's the photo for this week maybe the photo will be the window at la vina viniteca is that what i'm going to do Nah, it'll be oh you know what maybe i'll do oh look i got this picture of i'll put up a picture of people taking pictures i'll do the deep dream photo will just be the Vin- villa viniteca window and then i'll put separately on uh I got a couple cool videos I got got, people taking pictures I was walking down this alleyway in Barcelona I don't know what the fuck this was because obviously it's a tourist city so a bunch of people are taking photos but this one it was just a random weird alleyway and there was just a bunch of green like beer cans spray painted green stuck to the wall just a bare wall the spray painted green and then in white spray paint they've got power to the written on them Each can is one letter. And then next to those, there's a stencil of like, I guess, two children. But it was just an innocuous laneway. It wasn't interesting. There wasn't any other art there. And no one else was there. But I was just walking down it on the way to somewhere else. And this couple, a guy and a girl, tourists, clearly, were there just taking a photo of it. And I was like, what do you think this is? Do I not know something? It's not Banksy. This is not Banksy. And he stood there for ages taking a photo of it. I just don't know. Like, I mean, is that your holiday? <laughs> like, are you ta- is that the threshold for what else is that guy taking photos of? Just like a picture of dog shit on the floor or a tree or a street sign? Like, who's he showing that photo to? You know, I take my photos because I show them to you guys. <laughs> who's he showing that photo to? I really don't understand and he's taking the photo and his girlfriend's next to him and she's also looking at the thing while he takes the photo. (laughs) And I mean, I guess I took a photo of them so, you know, what am I up on my high horse about but um, yeah, I'll chuck that up there and I also got a fun video of uh, the square in Barcelona which just full of pigeons and then there's a guy, a genius in the square who set up a little stand selling... (laughs) just selling like seed and like bird feed, bags of bird feed to people for like two euro, like way too much money and people buy it and the whole thing is you just buy it and then you just give it to the birds because there's so many birds that you can, this one dude like threw, (laughs) he threw bird seed at his partner's feet and his partner, this lady was just like completely engulfed with birds. Like it's just, what you just buy it to fuck with your friends or your family or your whatever. But I took a video of um, I was just walking around the square with my camera out, watching all these birds and people feed the birds and stuff. This towards the end of the video, this one lady like threw a bunch of bird seed up, and there's just a throng of birds around her. But I just gave myself over to like I'm, um, you know, fuck irony, man, fuck judging people fucking caring if anyone else gives a fuck if i'm the guy filming in the square by myself and people are like what is he maybe i mean maybe i was that guy maybe that guy just enjoyed the fact that there were cans on the wall because i was that guy by myself in the square filming other people on their holidays you know <laughs> wearing my own bag of people are like who's this fucking weird guy filming someone else's family enjoy the bird seed, bird fucking thing but i was that was me Maybe there was another nice moment. Look, the week has been full of nice moments, man. And uh, and many more to come. Saludos to that. And saludos to you, my friends. I hope you're having a good week wherever you're at. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.